This is Behind the Mystery. Don't sit back and relax. Sit up and listen. Why? You could save a life. Let's do this. Are you enjoying this podcast and love medical stories? If you want more, be sure to watch the TV version of Behind the Mystery only on Lifetime's hit morning talk show, The Balancing Act, hosted by Montel Williams and Olga Villaverde. A talk show that addresses issues related to everyday women with a special medical segment highlighting rare diseases. So, if you need your medical entertainment fix, be sure to tune in bright and early at 7.30am on Lifetime to catch new episodes of The Balancing Act and Behind the Mystery Stories. You can watch episodes on thebalancingact.com. In 1974, Janine Reed was a 19-year-old nursing graduate when, a few days into her first job, she was diagnosed with a rare inherited disease. This diagnosis would go on to define the rest of her life and that of her families. In the late 1970s, Janine was studying to become a nurse, a profession that she found appealing because of her love for science as well as her desire to work closely with patients and their families. Getting into dialysis, I had an even better mix where the patient relationship was long-term and everything that I was doing was affecting either that patient directly or helping their families get through whatever their issue was. However, a few days after graduating from nursing school, her life took a drastic turn. I graduated from nursing school in 1974. Part of leaving nursing school was to have a wellness exam. And during my exam or physical, they identified that I had blood in my urine and they accounted to probably just having a menstrual period. But three weeks later, when I started my first job as a nurse in a pre-employment physical, I also still had blood in my urine. Because of this, Janine was referred to a nephrologist who diagnosed her with a rare disease based on her family history and the symptoms that she was exhibiting. Besides blood, a workup also identified protein in her urine. But despite her diagnosis, Janine was told by doctors that she had nothing to be worried about. I didn't have to worry about it because women are just carriers, which we know, of course, is not true anymore. And at that time, understood that women were thought to be carriers of this mutation and that it really didn't develop into any significant symptoms. I took it as academic information. I wasn't particularly concerned that it would cause any big health challenges for myself and um, didn't know anything about, particularly about the inheritance pattern. And so I just continued to um, work and get married and have children. After decades of working as a nurse, Janine decided to finally take a closer look at the disease she had been diagnosed with. We were um, getting a new nephrologist, and I thought it probably was time to do some uh, bigger dive into evaluating my own condition. Um, and I had a little better understanding of what could be a more progression. I knew that I had had more protein in my urine during pregnancies. I'd had a couple of difficult issues at the end of two of my pregnancies. Because Janine's condition was also known to affect the skin, she was asked by the nephrologist to also undergo a skin biopsy. 
its results confirmed that her 1974 diagnosis was absolutely correct. This is what we know so far. Janine's urine analysis came back with elevated protein and blood levels. Women diagnosed with this rare disease were mistakenly thought to only be carriers, which turned out to be untrue. And it affects the skin. Are you close to finding the diagnosis? This portion was brought to you by the Global Genes Rare Foundation Alliance, a coalition of more than 600 rare disease organizations that believe in the power of collective impact. Foundation Alliance membership provides networking opportunities and effective strategies, tools, and resources to help build a foundation's capacity. The Foundation Alliance Leadership Council works directly with Global Genes to strategically advise on matters of the Foundation Alliance. This group of rare disease advocacy leaders has been identified as some of the community's most trusted advisors. To find out more, visit globalgenes.org. Janine had been diagnosed with an incredibly rare disorder, one that affects approximately between 30,000 and 60,000 people in the United States alone. It's also an inherited disease, wherein a mutation or a defect in the protein collagen damages the tiny blood vessels found in the kidneys, leading to a slew of issues, including hearing loss and eye problems. According to Dr. Pablo Pergola, a nephrologist who specializes in this disease, collagen plays a critical role in how our body functions. So collagen is the most abundant protein in the body, essential to the function of many organs, and if mutated or missing, it can result in, in disease and problems for different organs. The manifestations are kidney-related and commonly appearance of blood in the urine, blood shouldn't be in your urine, abnormal amounts of protein in the urine as well, or combinations of these, and with time, the progressive loss of kidney function that in severe cases can result in complete loss of kidney function needing a replacement of that function with a transplantation or dialysis. All these initial manifestations were exhibited by Janine in 1974. There were also ones that she continued to experience throughout her entire life. But these aren't the only symptoms of this rare disease. Can present with bilateral hearing loss, which is both ears and that it's progressive and could be seen in early childhood or adolescence. And another symptom could be changes in your vision that can also manifest in early childhood or adolescence that will be abnormal for the age or the frequency with which it changes. My own hearing loss was diagnosed probably 20 years ago or so, and I was just followed. Uh, by occasional audiograms. And about six years ago, they determined that I had declined enough I would be well served by hearing aids. Dr. Pergola further says that this rare disorder is characterized by three different genetic types. It can be inherited through the X-link pattern, which is by far the most common type of disease, and the non-sex link patterns, which are the autosomal recessive form and the autosomal dominant form. In the case of the autosomal dominant form, which is the least prevalent, the disease comes from one of the non-X-linked genes that's affected. Which means that it will go from parent to children every single time. But because only one copy of the gene is affected, 
the chances of having a severe disease are less than the X-linked pattern or the autosomal recessive pattern. A patient's symptoms are hinged on which of these genetic types they have. The symptoms can vary depending on the genetic type. The X-linked disease in a male almost always results in disease that could be severe early on in the life of the male, presenting with significant um, chances of developing a complete loss of kidney function by an early age as early as 25 years old. The X-linked pattern in some females can be equally um, devastating and progressive, depending on how that X chromosome manifests in the tissues. Unfortunately for her, Janine had been diagnosed with the X-linked genetic type of the disease, the most common and arguably the most severe. This episode is brought to you by The Balancing Act. Lifetime's longest-running morning talk show, hosted by Montel Williams and Olga Villaverde. If you love your medical stories, be sure to tune in bright and early to watch riveting topics and catch behind-the-mystery segments talking about rare and genetic diseases. You can also get more information and watch all the episodes on thebalancingact.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Mystery. Please visit thebalancingact.com to learn more about the show and listen to other episodes. Okay, have you gotten any closer to a diagnosis? Here are a few more facts to help you with your diagnosis. This rare disease affects the kidneys. Between 30,000 and 60,000 people in the United States are affected annually. And it leads to hearing loss and eye problems. Have you figured it out? Do you have an idea what it could be? Well, let us see if you are right. Until today, neither cure nor specific treatment for this rare disease exists. Rather, only its symptoms are treated in order to help slow the kidney regression and to resolve issues with the patient's hearing or vision. However, the absence of a cure hasn't stopped Janine from hoping that in the future, one will become available for her and the rest of her family. I've had the opportunity to talk with nephrologists, scientists, researchers, and the work that they're doing is just amazing. And those that are looking for cures, I hope they keep looking. Meantime, I hope they remember we just don't want to be on dialysis. Now that we've finished listening to Dr. Pagola and to Janine's incredible story, were you able to diagnose the rare disease that they were talking about? To recap, Doctors were able to diagnose Janine after significant amounts of blood and protein were found in her urine, substances that shouldn't have been there. As her disorder progressed throughout the years, she also experienced hearing loss and had to resort to using a hearing aid. So, have you figured it out yet? If you guessed Alport syndrome, then you're absolutely correct. To quote the Alport Syndrome Foundation, this is an inherited rare disease that causes the kidneys to decline in function over time, often resulting in hearing loss and vision abnormalities. This disorder is diagnosed by using a variety of methods. When one suspects Alport syndrome, the proper diagnostic process should include a detailed family history, a urine test, a blood test to check your kidney function, and it may include a kidney biopsy and genetic testing. So in addition to those, if 
the patient presents with hearing or vision disturbances, then referral to the appropriate specialist to confirm those afflictions would be important. Because again, if you do find the classical presentation of kidney, ear, and eye, then that certainly confirms the diagnosis. Inspired by her own experience with the disease, as well as by her career as a nurse, Janine has dedicated the rest of her life to helping others who suffer from Alport syndrome. After I retired, I had the opportunity to become a moderator on um, Alport Syndrome Foundation's private social media online community and had a lot of satisfaction in being able to support other families as they get their new diagnosis. The other side of this is that there's a lot of benefit to our scientists and researchers to be able to share in aggregate what the community is talking about. Being a nurse, it's still gives me an opportunity to feel like I'm helping people individually. I get a great deal of satisfaction from that. For more information about Alport Syndrome, visit the Alport Syndrome Foundation at alportsyndrome.org. You can also visit our website at thebalancingact.com forward slash rare. This podcast was developed by Catapult Communications. Executive producer, Molly Major, Carrie Levy, Produced by G. Marcel Costa, written by Kayla DeLeon, and narrated by Chris Harris Beechey.